We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler, and this is the Bart Winkler Show. Let's get into it today. We are going to talk to Ryan Horvat. Horvat and I have been... Horvat and I have been really, like, symbiotic, symbioso. We've agreed on a lot of things when it comes to the Packers. The last couple of years, I mean, especially, we had no better night of of being on the same page in that 2020 draft. We thought it was terrible. Every pick was bad. That included Jordan Love. But as the years have gone on, we have gone separate. Him, much more committed to Rodgers. Me, much more anti-Rodgers. Him and I have some things to talk through. Uh, so we will do that after the Jets visited Rodgers the other day. You know, now now I'm in the point where I don't know when a decision will come. It feels like a decision, something's going to happen this week. I'm worried when I post these that something will happen after I post it to make it super irrelevant, including in the overnights. You never know. But we'll see. When it happens, we'll deal with it. Uh, and if he comes back, I just don't know how he comes back now. I mean, he's hosting the Jets out at his home. It's, he's gone. And so I think it's a matter of compensation and how many of Rogers' buddies he can get to get thrown into the deal. We'll see. It's weird. Uh, we'll be interesting. But we'll find out. So Horvat and I will talk later. Maybe put something on the line financially, as uh, we are known to do. Grant Bill's going to join us today, too. We're going to talk some NBA. Just look around the league, talk a little about that MVP stuff, and talk about the Bucks and what we've learned from them in the last couple of weeks and why, if you're going to overreact to anything, overreact to how good and deep they are. Not not the... It's like the Bucks are this really good team, and we focus on... But I'm worried about that tiny thing instead of being like, Hey, this they're like they're good. We should be talking about that a little bit. Then there's the news of last night, or at least the game of last night. The Wisconsin Badgers are eliminated from the Big Ten tournament. Condolences to Tim Shea, who went to the United Center in Chicago, was planning for at least, I mean, best case scenario, you're there all weekend if you're going to ride this team in the Big Ten tournament. Uh, but now he may be home by uh, by Ohio State's next game. So really disappointing effort for Tim Shea, who did go down to the United Center. Badgers lose 65-57. to 57. At one point, they were down 27. 
They did go on a 19 to two run. Ohio State was stuck on 55 points from 11:03 to 4:27. Uh, around 4:20. Well, either way, that's like six minutes. But the batters can capitalize. They got close. You can't spot a team 27 points. That's a problem. There was a play late where it looked like Connor Sejan had. I mean, you don't know if the three is going to go down or not, but he had a chance for a three, and then he just kind of like ran it into the paint, fell over. I tweeted, like I always say, if you have a chance at a wide-open three, run the fullback dive instead. Ben Fuller tweeted, right, because Asijin has hesitated to shoot the three ball all year. Nice take. And uh, to which I said, sorry, I didn't mean to offend you. I usually don't waste my time watching this. I will defer back to you. So Ben Fuller, look, I don't I don't have the scouting report on Connor Asijin. I just watched a game. And I watched a little bit of it as I was giving my kid a bath. And then I watched the very end after bedtime. So uh, my apologies for not committing myself to a Badger team that had the most lethargic 17-14 season one could have. And I think that should wrap the book up on Wisconsin, right? I mean, unless something ridiculous happens. Greg Gard said before the game to Andy Katz, on the uh, Big Ten Network, um, I think we can. I think we're good enough that we can lose and still get in. Great mentality. I'm not rushing in to fire him. You know, some people are trying to like make a career on trying to get Greg Gard fired. I just, I, I don't know. The similarities between this program and the Badger program are different. But who are you going to hire? Who's going to be the big splashy name? The ex Syracuse coach. Jim's left coaching behind behind I screwed it up. Jim's left coaching behind That's easier to do on Twitter. So, I mean, who's the Luke Fickle out there? I don't know. Does every program, do we need to, do we need, does every, like, guard deserves probably another year. Right? We don't need to, when you're remodeling a house, you don't do every room at once. He did the living room. That's fickle. He did the downstairs bathroom. That's this hockey coach that got fired, which a lot of people were really invested in. Wow. Uh, and then like guard is like remodeling the basement. You can re you can, you can get through the basement a little longer. Remodel it next year. You got enough money tied up elsewhere. If great guy, if great guard got fired, I'd be like, Oh man. And if he got, if he stayed, I'd be like, oh, all right. I just, I don't have it within me to have the discourse about whether Greg Gard deserves another job or not. That's not for me. That's not, I don't got it in me. Frankly, because I don't really care. I mean, if Greg Gard's the coach, sure. If he's not, okay. But like the Badgers... They they were good enough to make a run, and then they're not good enough to win the game. I mean, they're not. Sometimes your team's just not good. You got to fire the coach every time your team's not good. And I don't know. I don't know the answer. I'm not advocating one way or the other. I'm not on a side. I'll let the guys like Ben Fuller figure that out. I'm not. I'm. I don't care. I don't always think you need to fire a guy just because he has one bad year though but 
Hey, it's Chris McIntosh era. You know, King Barry. I love how King Barry, like, oh, Bo Ryan, uh, and now Greg Gard, my hands are tied. I can never fire him. He could have fired him at any time. I, 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 don't, I don't know about that. I personally don't think he gets fired, but who knows? God, I just, I saw some of you like him firing, McIntosh firing the hockey coach. It was like, it was like you just lost your V. It was, it was like such a huge moment for you. Like, I mean, to each their own. I just, I'm not there. I, I'm not there. You know where I am constantly is omahasteaks.com. That's right. Omahasteaks.com. I'm always looking at the great deals. I'm always typing in my code, getting that $30 off. They have packages. It's a semi-annual sale. It's omahasteaks.com. They have all their meat. You can buy their meat separate if you want. Go ahead. It's a lot more affordable when you do one of their predetermined packages. And that's just like, that's all their meat. They got the pork chops in there, the tenderloins, the, the, the jumbo franks, the burgers, the steaks. Put it all together. Three words. Put it all together. Uh, you put it all together and then you get half off. And then when you order the package and use my code BART, B-A-R-T, that's another, that's another $30 off. So check that out, omahasteaks.com. I do want to play this, and then I'll get into Horvat. So Brandon lives in Shorewood. He's been commenting on the show. He was on the other night from Frisco. He was wearing Packer stuff and eventually went out to a bar right next to the Cowboys practice facility, I believe. He had said that he was going to go try to get credentialed to the Conference USA tournament, which is right there. Um. To normally get credentialed to these things, you need to apply far in advance and be a reputable media outlet, which Brandon tried to convince the Conference USA ticket gate that he was. He sends me this video of him making the play. Kudos to Brandon for trying. Here's Brandon. All right, Park, here goes nothing, all right? I was just wondering how I go about getting a credential for the basketball tournament. It goes through, like, through the school or the conference. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm part of the Bart Winkler show. It's based out of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. It's it's uh, nationwide. It's a, it's a big sports radio show. So how would I go about getting uh, getting my uh, my badge? All right, well, we can issue that to you. Again, that's issued by the conference themselves. Okay, I'll reach out to them then. Yeah. Thank you. All right, so pretty good effort. I mean, he tried. The effort was there. Definitely tried. And you never know. You get these guys at the ticket. Some are brighter than others. Some don't give a F. And so maybe they would have, like, drawn him up a ticket and let him in. He tried. Valiant effort. So the Bart Winkler show has been credentialed by. We've tried three times. Milwaukee Panthers in. Toby tried. On his own with the Packers. Did not work. Brandon tried at the will call window for Conference USA Tournament. Did not work. So, I'm one for one. Collectively, we're one for three. So, we'll keep trying to make this a reputable media operation. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all 
Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Ryan Horvat. we always appreciate his time. Let's duke it out on today's edition of Duking It Out with Ryan Horvat. Are we good? What do you mean? You and me. Why? Why wouldn't we be good? You're taking all your Rogers stuff out on me. You had a terrible take on social media, and I told you it was a terrible take. You literally said you don't care what they get in return for a first ballot Hall of Famer, a guy that just won back-to-back MVPs. And you say that you just want Rodgers gone, that the package doesn't matter. That's it doesn't. Fine. You, you got to get something. You, you need multiple first-round picks. Or it was the dumbest trade in NFL history. I think trading Aaron Rodgers is just borderline fucking stupid, to be quite honest. <laughs> He's going to have a monster fucking year. And then you idiots, you really want to see him go do that elsewhere. That's on This you. is the exact same thing. You have to trade the guy who's only got one or two years left when you have a guy that's younger and i mean you tell me jordan love couldn't do what aaron Rodgers did last year i don't know i've never seen jordan love play football because rogers wouldn't sit down because he knew that jordan love would be good you, you don't sit you don't you play don't injured. make me def- like this is the problem with the rogers thing i'm not saying love's gonna be a hall of famer i'm not what kind of pussy he's gonna be good what kind of pussy sits out if you're the starting quarterback of a football team you go out there and you play football every week like, no, no matter what position you play, like that's these are modern day gladiators. That's why I love Rodgers. That's why I loved watching Favre. Look at those injury reports: broken thumb, broken hand, concussion. Like that's why the guy was a legend. I know he's a mess off the field right now. This is and this is the same thing. This is like the same situation all over again. And I rooted for Favre that first year in New York. I didn't root for him when he went to Minnesota, but I did root for him when he was uh, Jet. Uh, and that's how I feel about Rodgers. I'm going to root for Rodgers this year, and I'm excited that it looks like he's going to end up going to New York because now he has a chance to win a Super Bowl. I've already bet a uh, hundred bucks on the Jets to win the Super Bowl at twenty-two to one. I bet fifty bucks on the Jets to represent the AFC plus five fifty. I think it's a guarantee that Rodgers wins at least eleven, twelve games. They'll win the division over the Bills, absolutely. Kind of out on the Bills, 
you have a top five, top 10 defense with the Jets, all those skill position players. Like you said, you don't care about the package, so nobody's going in return. It's not like you're getting the stock Gardner. So it don't matter. Jets are stacked, baby. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. I may not – I can't – I got to tell Sparky today. I may not watch a Packer game this year. But you're the co-host of Kurt and Long oh, on the Odyssey. No. What's this? Get the fuck out of here. That bullshit. You uh, – aren't you an owner like me? I mean, like, I'll always love the Packers, but I'm pretty upset right now. So, like, Rodgers wasn't good last year. Are you aware of that? Yeah, they traded away Devontae Adams like a bunch of fucking idiots. They let him go to the Raiders. They franchise tagged him, and then they traded him away. He's the best wide receiver in the entire National Football League, and they just traded him away. And I was like, okay, well, maybe they could go with the Chiefs model. The Chiefs model was, and I read – uh. I read those. I I got to get into a couple different things. Actually, I'm glad I'm glad that you're having me on because I got a I got a couple bones to pick, and I and, and I think that you knew what you were doing when you asked me to jump on here. First things first. No, Rodgers wasn't very good last year. He was awful. I want to say one thing first. What? Rodgers. Rodgers clearly doesn't care about the environment. Making the Jets officials burn a bunch of fuel to go cross country for a meeting that could have been a Zoom. Yeah, well, the the Jets so organization. Be and dine. The this Jets organization. No, I'm not getting enough attention from Green Bay. Maybe love. I can get all the Jets to fly out here. They have shown more love already to Aaron Rodgers in 24 hours than the Green Bay Packers have in the last 17 years. So here's the thing: No, Rodgers ago, when they gave him that contract for no reason. Okay, yeah, and there's a couple different things we're going to get into here. Then good because Rodgers sucked last year. Uh, he had a broken thumb on his throwing hand the majority of the season. Uh, his, in, in, so like the Chiefs, they trade away Tyree Kill and they go out and they get Juju Smith-Schuster and MVS. The Packers trade away Devontae Adams only to bring in Chuck's notes, Sammy Watkins, right? Yeah, Sammy. He's, he's solid. He has not played a full season since Chuck's notes. Oh, 2016, his rookie year. That was the last time that Sammy Watkins ever played 16 games in a season. So he was fucking awful. Uh, and then you had Christian Watson, first play of the season, perfect fucking ball from Aaron Rodgers. Was, yeah. Drop, terrible. And then Christian Watson couldn't stay on the field. So, yeah, Christian Watson was awesome after week 11, but he just he couldn't stay on the field. He was hurt every single week, and it would be, oh, well, we had this drawn up for Christian Watson this week. 87% of our plays were for Christian Watson, and then he got hurt on the first drive. Offense went to shit. Romeo Dobbs, way too inconsistent, just drops. You, you can't, if you're a veteran quarterback, 37, 38, like Brady isn't throwing balls to rookies, right? Like Matt Ryan, uh, there's no excuses. Rodgers sucked last year. The team sucked. The offense sucked. It wasn't, it, it was, uh, it was no good. Here's my problems, okay? So Jordan Love, I want him to ball out. I want him to be good because I like Jordan Love. But even if he's good, it doesn't matter to me. Like you guys, everybody could come at me on social media it doesn't erase the fact that it was a stupid fucking pick. It was. A I agree pick. with you. The it was pick, a pick was because terrible. They went, they went to the NFC Championship game that year, and they gave up 300 yards on the ground. We could not Anybody, be more in agreement. That was a bad pick. general manager with half of a fucking brain fixes the run defense, which, again, this year, 32nd in DVOA, right? I thought this was a top-10 defense. Goots wasted all those picks, but nothing ever comes back to Goot. Savage sucks. Is Stokes any good? 
you know, like other than Gary on the defensive side of the ball, I like Jair, but he wasn't as good this year. So I'm just saying like, uh, I, I just, I, I, the Jordan love pick, it, it never made sense. It didn't make sense because you had just paid Aaron Rodgers, right? They had just given him a four year deal. And then you knew he was going to ball out because that's what he does when he plays with the chip on his shoulder. He has two MVP seasons and you pay him again and you pay him again. So like, that's why I didn't like the Jordan love pick. And I was right about Jordan love. He was a three year project. The general manager of the football team and the head coach did not know Jordan love was capable of being an NFL starting quarterback until last season. And then it was, Oh man, we kind of like what we have in Jordan love, but the year before they weren't sold on him. So they extended Aaron Rodgers and gave him more money. So I wasn't wrong. Jordan Love was a project, and hopefully he does work out. But I think everybody needs to pump the brakes a little bit. Secondly, so even what, if what, Jordan – let's say Jordan Love has a, as good of a year. Let's just put the bar at Geno Smith. That's an awesome year. If Jordan Love goes out there and If he is more, as good of a year as Geno Smith, like, and he's the starting quarterback for the Packers – are the Packers good enough to still win nine, 10 games or do, do they suck? No, the NFC is terrible. That's why I want Rogers back because now he's pissed off. Now it's year two for Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. You could draft the tight end in the first round. You could go out and get Michael Mayer out of Notre Dame or Kincaid or any of those guys. And I think they'd be much better this year, but it's full rebuild time or it's rebuild on the fly team. I still think they could win games with Jordan Love. Again, I'm rooting for Jordan Love to be good. I like the Packers. I just, I'm a little let down. They're trading away my favorite player of all time. I actually am a loyal fan. I show loyalty. Uh, I, I get that you guys are all celebrating. You're all excited. Fuck but I'm Aaron. loyal to the Packers. You're loyal to a guy. It's the same thing that happened 15 years ago. I'm loyal to the same guy that was loyal to the, like he played on one leg. He played with a broken leg. I mean, he played with how many different injuries? He rushed back from a broken collarbone. And people shit on him because he was terrible against Carolina years ago and they missed the playoffs. How many other quarterbacks like returned for that game? He played hurt every single year. Every year there was a new injury. And also he was fucking awesome. I had a lot of fun watching Aaron Rodgers play quarterback for the Packers. I wish there was more than one Super Bowl, but it doesn't race like all the good times, like watching with my family, a Hail Mary pass to win a game. Uh, like beating the Bears. I, I know that it's just the Bears, but like beating the Bears twice every year. That's fun to me. Watching him just yell at a bunch of innocent bystanders at Soldier Field, I fucking own you. Like, that's why I like football. That's why we root for these teams. I, uh, big Rodgers guy. Secondly, one thing I hate, Player X interviews. If you don't have the fucking balls to put your name next to your fucking quote, you're irrelevant. You're a huge pussy. And I don't want to hear from you. No, uh, somebody within the Packers organization says that Aaron Rodgers pissed on their toilet seat and also... Grabbed their girlfriend's ass. He made a rude remark about their wife. None of that shit's true. Like, you're a coward. Put your name next to it. Romeo Dobbs says this. At least like when Deshaun Kaiser wanted to talk about how Rodgers is a weirdo, he went on the podcast and put his name on it. Like, I hate the Player X interviews. I'm a little worried about some of the Green Bay Packer bloggers because all it's been the last four years, bitch about Rodgers, bitch about Rodgers. It's Jordan Love time. Now Rodgers is gone. The bad guy's not here to hurt you guys anymore. So what's going to be the excuse if they don't win a Super Bowl the next 10 years? Then, then Jordan loves a big choke artist, right? He's no good. He's a complete bust. He has to win a Super Bowl in 10 years, right? Because Rodgers only won one Super Bowl. Favre only won one Super Bowl. 
So like now Jordan Love, look at the pressure you guys have put on Jordan Love. He needs two, right? I'm just asking questions. I don't know. I don't like that you're lumping me in with everybody. You hate you, like you were you were team. You were we were always it was you and I on the same side. You switched up. You hate Aaron Rodgers. I'm fine with that. I'm just asking you for Jordan Love to have a successful career in Green Bay. Does he need to win two Super Bowls? I think that the pick was bad. And I always said the only way to justify that pick would be if Jordan Love wins a Super Bowl and Aaron Rodgers wins a Super Bowl in the next three years. Because what you have done is you have shown Rodgers that the team is good enough that we can just blow a first-round pick on your future that won't start for three to four years. So the season, it's already a failure. But for Love, now he pro- he needs to – no, I think he just needs one Super Bowl. But then, it, okay. So why was it different for Aaron Rodgers? I'm just asking. Well, at the beginning of Rodgers' career, I would have said Rodgers just needs one Super Bowl for it to be a success. But now he's played so many years and had so many chances and come up short. Let me ask you this really quick. If Aaron Rodgers is just the same old Aaron Rodgers from seven, eight years ago, right? If he's just, if he's hanging out with Brawny, if he's like, you see him at the Bucks game, you rarely hear from the guy, except for when he's on like Tuesdays with Aaron, with Jason Wilde. Do you hate Aaron Rodgers this much? He had a bad year, but he also had two MVP seasons before that. Do you hate Aaron Rodgers this much? If he's not on McAfee, if it isn't for the COVID stuff, which I know Please, you don't I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I don't care that he did not get vaccinated. What I didn't like about that was he went to the podium and said, I've been immunized. You want to talk about put your name on it, bro. Well, you don't want to get the vaccine. That's fine. Put your name on it. Then don't be like, Oh, I've been immunized to deflect and then blame the reporters for not following up. You purposely lied. Just like you lie. When you say folks, just like you lie all the fucking time. Well, okay. So like for, for that though, I mean, he didn't want to come out and say, don't get vaccinated. He he literally said that. He's like, I did my research. I did my own research. Right. And some people think he's loony or whatever. But he wasn't marching around like, don't get the shot. The government's putting chips in your brain. Like He's doing that he's, now. He's he, doing just that wanted, now. he just wanted to keep it a secret so people, A, didn't treat him like this. Because now everybody hates Aaron Rodgers. Like, he's nothing's ever been the same since then. So he didn't want to get vaccinated. He loved that. He's like, oh, I'm going to get canceled. He, he, he had an 18-minute manifesto about how he was going to get canceled. That's by some the bad news mob, for you guys. I'm not getting into the same booze. stupid branding traps that, like, this is, everything's woke. Everything's, I mean, what are we doing? Well, that's because everybody started, like, fucking killing him and crushing him. He didn't so get anyway. canceled for a minute. He I didn't really like wanted to be canceled so he could play the victim more. I hated that part of the pandemic. Like that's personal. Like we shouldn't have even known about his vaccination status. I get them then like he had to sit out for the 10 days, but that was always bullshit. Like we didn't need to know who was vaccinated and who wasn't vaccinated. Yeah, it wasn't it got like a little was, extreme. It wasn't like he was Cole Beasley. Like, Oh, I'm not playing. Or it wasn't like he was Kyrie Irving. Like he was just, Hey man, I don't really want to put this in my body. And then everybody crushed him. Everybody killed them. And it's just went so on and so on and so on. So much to now where so guys, I'm, blo- I'm blocking everyone online that thinks there's so many people that anytime I say anything about Rogers, even if this is the first time they've ever seen my Twitter, they assume that if someone doesn't like Rogers, it's because he didn't get vaccinated. 
can we show a little more like uh can, can we just not be so stupid well why don't you like aaron Rodgers? seriously i don't like aaron Rodgers because, because he only won one super bowl i don't like aaron Rodgers because he did not get the vaccine i'm <laughs> just kidding don't cut that part i don't know i'm glad you asked me this because uh bodie our friend bodie nick no bodie 911 okay gotcha he really does not think i've done a proper analysis on why i don't like aaron Rodgers. neither do i i agree with bodie all right so i will tell you right now and if you want to accept this you can accept this and if you don't want to you don't have to okay i i i think aaron Rodgers is a good person yeah. he's not a bad person like Favre's a bad person yeah, Favre's a piece of shit, like an yeah. awful human being. Rodgers is a good dude that's misunderstood. Go on, I'm sorry. Rogers, mm, Rogers is a good dude. He helps out. He's a he's great when he. I mean, Rogers is a tremendous human. He, he's a great human. Yes, he is. Okay. Rogers has qualities in him as a person that I don't jive with. Okay basically everything I don't like about a person he has. Now that doesn't make him, sure. that shouldn't make me not like that. Shouldn't. I, so, Hey, not everyone gets along, you know, on yeah. God's green. Not everyone, not everyone gets along. What I don't like about Rogers is that his insecurities have projected this image that has taken over the green Bay Packers. He's insecure. He's an insecure guy. I'm diagnosing this. I, I don't know what's happened in all of his relationships. He seems to, again, like I've always said, be a personality chameleon. The stuff he's saying right now, because he's hanging out with Aubrey Marcus and Joe Rogan, are different than things he said five years ago when he was hanging out with Mercedes uh, Martellus Bennett, are different than the things that he said 10 years ago when he was hanging out with Ryan Braun. He just, his personality changes. I want Rodgers, like, who is Aaron Rodgers? This is what I'm saying. Who are you? I don't know who you are. I know who you, you're a different person in different groups of people. Who is Aaron Rodgers? What are your beliefs? What do you care about? 10 years ago, Aaron Rodgers gets the COVID shot. That, that's not why I don't like him. But now it's a different guy. It's a guy that wants to be misunderstood. He's not misunderstood. He's very understood. You have insecurities about something. You keep chasing approval. You're making the Jets fly out to you because the Packers wouldn't do it this year. Well, I don't think I don't they're... like... What I what I don't like, what I don't like is that he has become such a time suck. And you could, I mean, yes, my job has been, I mean, we I'm a sports guy. Aaron Rodgers is a big story in that. So it's always every time, like the Jared Stillmans of the world, the John Elway reports, the the cleaners at his house, the golf membership getting renewed, him going on this podcast, him doing a darkness retreat him flying the jets out if every 36 hours there needs to be new Rodgers content. And I think that it's not all his fault, but he does a lot to do that. I'm just saying as a fan, here's my, here's my absolute take on Rodgers. I think he's insecure. I don't think we know the real Rodgers. I think that he needs help. I think that I need help for my obsession with the fact that I think he needs help. I don't want him to be my quarterback anymore because I'm tired of the, the off the field stuff and the attention is not worth what we're getting in return on the field. And I want to move on. I want okay. to move on from Aaron Rodgers. I've, it's, 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 a, it's as simple as 
I want off this ride. The same thing I've been saying for three years. And I say he's a personality comedian and I say whatever, but I'm st- I don't say Aaron Rodgers is a t- terrible human. I don't say Aaron Rodgers is scum of the earth. I don't say any of those things. I yeah, just I- personally no longer want him to be the quarterback of my football team. I'm so, so sorry. It's okay. I do want him to be the starting quarterback of my football team, and I'm fine rooting for the so Jets. So why, why does that make me like? Uh, why does that make well, me want Rodgers to get tied down to a strap and get a COVID fucking Moderna here and Pfizer here? And I only, Johnson? I only talk shit to you because you are going full heel and you're doing this to troll. That that tweet that you had the other night was a full on troll. Which one? And I told you it was a terrible take. They, like. I'm pissed off right now, but I love the Green Bay Packers, and I want the best return if they're trading away Aaron Rodgers. You're but I'm not there. trolling. I'm honestly like, I, so this is what I said the other day, dude. You got to get stuff in return for him because he's about, I know that. But when Rodgers gets traded, it's not going to be a, a matter of well, what do we get back? Oh, okay. It's going to be thank God. What do we get back? Okay, whatever. No, I want. Multiple first round picks. Why well, do two? But if they don't get Maybe it, doesn't have to eat that. Like, dude, this is just here. Here's my thing. I like. I have taken on the role of Aaron Rodgers fanboy because somebody asked you to want to talk about troll. You're fake buying tickets to the Jets. That's not fake. How? how that's not fake. Oh, buying tickets to go see the. I thought you meant. Yeah, like, I know you're betting on the Jets. You no. ain't going to MetLife eight times a year to watch them. Not a, so it's a two-hour and 40-minute drive from my house, and I'm going to at least four or five games. Yes, I am. I love Aaron Rodgers. I went to Lambeau Field week 17 because I knew that was probably going to be the last chance I had to see him start at quarterback for the Packers. Here's my thing. Everybody on social media is a fucking fraud. Everybody. Everybody in sports media. Everybody. But not off. me. No, no, but like now you're like joining them, and this is why no, I'm, I'm not. I'm being me because I like I, I, everybody takes the same shit and recycles it over and over. The Oscarosca yeah. or whatever. The now it's the darkness retreat. Rogers does. It's like the same jokes over and over, and it's not yeah. even just like it's it's like Schefter and it's like all yeah. these guys and everybody is just like this big fraternity. Yeah. Like, just going off on the same dude. And I just don't think that it's, I don't think it's right because I think Aaron Rodgers is a good dude. I remember during the pandemic a couple of years ago when the fucking celebrities, all they were doing to help people was sing imagine. And I remember the government doing jack shit for small business owners up until like five, six months too late. And I remember Aaron Rodgers and fucking Prez from Barstool sports saving small business owners. Like, yeah, I agree. You know, I say that all the I time. Hate- I hear these player X interviews and I hate to be like, Oh, like I know people like I, like my best friend, one of my best friends in the world goes over to the offensive coordinator of the green Bay Packers house. Like they're, they're really good friends. They played at Michigan together. I hear these stories. Guys don't hate Rogers. Nobody is like Rogers. Isn't this awful human being this awful teammate. Like he's loved in that locker by most of the guys. Like he's had really good relationships with pretty much everybody the last decade plus, James Jones, Jordy Nelson, Randall Cobb. Look at the guys he hasn't had good relationships with. Guys that are trying to get into the media and they want to stir up shit. Jermichael Finley. When's the last time you heard Jermichael Finley on a podcast talking about, you know, the Chiefs defensive line? 
or, you know, are the Chiefs going to be able to protect Patrick Mahomes? It's always, oh, let's slander the name of Aaron Rodgers and just throw shit at the wall. Greg Jennings. You know, it's like these are the guys, though, that have something against it. I don't know. I, I just I don't think any of this was ever fair. I think that it's really sad. 17 year career. Guy's going to be a Hall of Fame Pro Bowl quarterback. He's not Favre. And this is the way we're treating him. It's just get the fuck out of here. Don't even grab a bagel. I just don't think it's right. And it's kind of what I hate about the NFL. Like I'm also the guy that roots for running backs to get paid. And I want these guys to make guaranteed money. I really enjoyed the last almost two decades watching Rodgers start at quarterback. You always knew he was going to be out there. He was going to play hurt. And uh, every year you had a chance to win a Super Bowl. Like a couple years ago against Tampa Bay, they should have won that game. I went back and watched that game four times last week, man. Devontae had a terrible drop in the end zone. He did. He drops a fucking two-point conversion to tie the game. Aaron Jones, stop fumbling the fucking ball in big games. Kevin King. Kevin King. Enough said. And I hate to be the officials fucked us. We got fucked. Tampa Bay's defensive backs were holding all game long. One of those is an interception. I mean, we've all seen the, you know, the Alan Lazar jersey tug. And then they call that. And then last year, two years ago against San Francisco, Rodgers, he didn't know he had to go out there and win that game because, like, they were in control all game long until the special teams just completely fell apart. This year, no free pass. Rodgers sucked. And he seemed disinterested at times. But he also did go on that run at the end of the year. And No, he didn't. The defense did. No, they just played nobody. Like, let's be honest. Did the defense even go on a run, or did they play fucking Baker Mayfield and Kirk Cousins and yeah. a bunch of bums? And then they lost to the Lions, who ran a ladder on the last play of the game. So anyway, I will forever defend Aaron Rodgers. I'm rooting for him with the Jets. I hope he wins a Super Bowl. I also hope Jordan Love wins multiple Super Bowls. I've enjoyed my time as an Aaron Rodgers Packer fan. I am just... I, I it, like if this is a story, if this is a movie, if this is The Walking Dead, you know, not everybody watched and I never saw it. But I what I've what I've learned is not a lot of people stuck with The Walking Dead. They like got out after season five or six or seven. I'm just going to I'm just not going to finish the show. I don't I'm not interested anymore. I want to do a new Dolphins show. fans. Do you think Dolphin fans were just like ready for Dan Marino to go? They're like, get Dan Marino the fuck out of here. Choke artist. He's no. never won a Super Bowl. Do you think Patriots fans were celebrating when Tom Brady was trade when Tom Brady left? I don't feel that Aaron Rodgers is ever going to win a Super Bowl again. So what? What's good is it have him being on my team, so I can have fun games. I mean, they're not even fun anymore. The, the pack, watching the Packers has not been fun in years. It was pretty fucking fun. The like they won thirteen games three years in a row. That's fun. That is fun. Nobody cared. That is fun. I, I can't. You guys are crazy with this stuff, man. Like you would rather be a fan of the Chicago Bears and suck every year than never said that. Games? Never said that. I just, just know said, what we're going to get. It's watching the same thing every year. I don't want to watch it anymore, Ryan. All right. Well, so the Packers make the playoffs this year with Jordan Love. Will they? Yes. Who has a better year, Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers? And will you at least take me up on my bet? Everybody all morning, like I, I tried it with ESPN Homer. Everybody had something to say, but like nobody wants to put their money What's where their the pockets. I want to bet $500 that Rodgers has a better year than Jordan Love or that the Jets win more games than the Packers or they go farther, whatever, whatever you guys want. Well, like, Rogers is going to be on a mission to throw for 40 touchdowns. So I don't want to bet statistics with you, but I, I also think record. here, how about this hundred bucks? I say Rogers wins the super that goes to the super bowl this year. I'll bet another hundred with you. doesn't matter what Jordan love or the Packers do. I'm saying Aaron Rodgers 
will play in the Super Bowl this season. I guarantee it. I'll put it in blood. What do I have to put up? Hundred bucks. If oh, Aaron Rodgers, yeah. if the Jets yeah, I'll the make that, yes. or the Raiders, wherever he ends up. All right, there you go. Boom. Finally, somebody takes some action from me at least a little bit. But then uh, let's do another hundred because this will be People, a way for you. Actually, uh, hold on. People still owe me from the MVP. Remember when Rodgers was washed and everybody loved the Jordan Love pick and I went on the, the Rodgers revenge tour for two years and he won two MVPs? Nobody's ever even paid me that money. Where's Ellerson? No, nobody ever gave me money for that. He's. I want to bet you the Packers have a better record than the Jets. I want to bet you that. All right, deal. Hundred bucks. Yeah. Does it matter if the guys get hurt or what? No, no. Rogers. If Rogers tears his ACL week one, too bad. So sad. That's the other thing I hate really quickly while you're allowing me on your podcast. You know what drives me nuts when people bet player props. And like the said player gets hurt like five, 10 minutes into the game and people just bitch to the sports books and the sports books, like give them their money back. Like that's the price of doing business. You place a wager. I agree. I'm, I'm, wager. I'm pro that's sports book on that one. I agree. Can you redeem my, my bet? Giannis left this game. Hey, at least, uh, at least you got the bucks. Bucks are going to win the championship. I bet that again. Agree. Agree. I can't believe that we're getting crazy prices like that. So at least they're fun. At least they're good because who knows? Who knows? I was watching Jordan Love workout tape for like two and a half hours this morning. Just Jordan Love just working out with his quarterback coach. Looks good. All right. That's so Packers good. more than the Jets. Yep. You want to just go 100? You keep throwing out more than that. I mean, I, I'll i go as high as you want to go with that. I think Rodgers is going to have a monster year. All right. So I'll go 100. Okay. That the Packers have more wins than the Jets. You really want to make that bet? The Jets, the Jets almost won. We're making Jets. it right now. The Jets, the Jets won nine games last Wait, year. Wait, are you backing down from the bet? That's what it sounds like. No, no. I mean, the Jets won nine games with Mike fucking White, Chris Streveler, and Zach Wilson. I don't care what you think of Aaron Rodgers. You're going to give me a free hundred dollars when the Jets don't make the Super Bowl. Sure. Jets are going but to But if Super they do, Bowl. I have to give you a hundred. No odds. Yeah, no odds. I've already bet it. It's up. Uh, 22 to 1 still, if anybody does want to bet the Jets to win the Super Bowl. That price will be gone. I bet you it goes down to like 15 to 1, maybe 18 to 1 after the Rodgers deal goes through. When do you think that he gets moved? When do you think he's officially a Jet? I got to get my, I want my apparel. And, and is he going to be allowed to wear 12? Or is Rodgers going to have to go back to his Cal days and wear 8? Well, Namath already said he could wear 12, I think. So Namath's going to give up 12. But the Packers beat reporters, and you don't want the guy to be the quarterback anymore. I love this. Joe Namath is giving back number 12. He's unretiring his number, and we're like, get out of here. Got to see what the kid from fucking Utah State has, baby. <laughs> Dumbest fucking fan base. Dumbest <laughs> fucking fan base. I mean, when oh. you put it that way. You know what I loved? I loved when – I uh, hate when guys unretire their jersey. That sucks. He I love when – I loved when I was there day one for Aaron Rodgers and everybody was booing him. That's the thing. That's the other thing. You guys never accepted Aaron Rodgers. He was a California pretty boy. Oh, come right? on. Now he's a hippie and a terrible no, human he's being. He's not. He doesn't. He's nothing. He's a nothing. He, he's, he's a nothing. You guys never you guys never appreciated him. You never accepted him. I now have people telling me that 2011 was a fluke. Go back and watch that Atlanta game, the way that he surgically tears apart that secondary. Go back and watch him throw. Okay, he throws a bad interception to Brian Urlacher. 
How many quarterbacks have made open field tackles on Brian Urlacher to save a touchdown in the championship game? I'll answer that question. One, his name, Aaron Charles Rogers. You yeah, know, he had a great career. I just, I'm ready for something else. Is that, is that so wrong? No. Well, then why are you so mad at me? Well, you keep poking the bear. You, you know how I feel about this. Well, geez. I don't like, I got to be honest. I don't like the way like everybody is celebrating this. I thought it would just be like, oh, you know, I'm, re- I'm fine with the people. Like I have no, no problem if you're ready to move on to Jordan Love. But well, that's what I am. There's no reason to be rude about it on social media. Like fuck Aaron Rodgers. I'm so ready for him to go. Karen Rodgers, go back into the darkness. Those are all in my drafts, but I haven't tweeted any of those. I told you I was coming on for 12 minutes. We're now at 31. See, you fired. Now I'm all fired up. Not going to get my nap in now, so I'm going to be crabby tonight. Best time of the year, conference tournaments. And this is the other thing: the Packers are ruining fucking my favorite time of the year. Yes, that's what they always do because of Rodgers. Last year, I'm all excited for the NCAA tournament. We're watching St. Peter's pull off this huge upset. Oh, where? Yeah, whatever happened to that guy? He's at uh, Seton Hall. Yeah, did he even play? Barely. And then I have to hear about Devontae getting traded to the Raiders. Now I'll be enjoying March Madness and Rodgers. My favorite player of all time is going to be a Jet, just like Brett. It's so so crazy how that's going to work out, though, isn't it? That that he's going to literally go down the same path as Brett and become a Jet? I don't even think this Doug Ewert guy even played. Was that his name? Oh, him. I thought you meant the coach. No. Holloway. No, I don't think he did. I don't, I don't, I don't think he did. Where'd he go? No clue. Couldn't point him out. Are you going to get a Jordan Love jersey? Uh, no, I don't wear jerseys anymore. So if Jordan Love has like a really bad year, let's say he leads the league in interceptions. Is that okay? Like, hey, we want to see what Love has year two. It's fine. It's only year one. Rodgers wasn't great. Was year it okay one. when Rodgers went six and ten? Rodgers was really like Rodgers was good that year, though. He was. I agree. They lost a lot of games because of the defense. I agree. Yeah, right. And then like the the next year they were Rodgers. That was the thing about Rodgers at the time. He would people said he wasn't clutch because he would bring him back with a minute forty three to go, and then Jake Delhomme would fire a pass down eighty yards to Steve Smith and beat us. I'm fine with Rodgers wasn't clutch. That was bullshit. Again, like he's never Rodgers always had it rough, in my opinion. And so uh, I'm going to miss him. I'll continue to probably fight with people that continue to post bullshit. Like, I don't want to hear your player X interviews. Again, if player doesn't want to put his name on the quote, I don't want to hear the quote. Do people really care? Like, do people really believe that shit? Do you really believe that somebody's just walking around that locker room? Talking to former beat reporters that don't even work for the team anymore and saying, hey, dude, check this out. Come here real quick. Rogers, right? Fucking guy calls audibles. We don't know what the fuck the audibles are. What the fuck is XYBZ? This guy is a lunatic. I think he eats fucking paste. Uh, he doesn't talk to his fucking family. He, he is weird. But hey, don't put my name on that. Okay. Don't put my name on it. That doesn't like nobody's doing that. That's not happening. Where, where do you see these players at that they're player X? Where, he's just at the bar. Oh, hey, there's uh, there's Ladarius Gunter. Hey, Ladarius, what's up? Hey, man, nothing, just getting some wings. Let me tell you a quick story about Aaron Rodgers. Real fuckface, that guy, okay? Did you know he didn't even get vaccinated? Don't put my name on this, though. And then here they are on their paywalls. Pay $4.99 for my blog to read this bullshit. 
All right. I think you need a nap. All right. That's all I got for the day. Thanks for having me. And we'll find out what happens. I mean, that's all we can do at this point. We keep arguing with each other about our football feelings. I did say to him, I don't buy jerseys. I, I, I can't wear jerseys anymore. I don't know if it's because I'm 38. I don't wear jerseys anymore. I do have a Giannis jersey. Last time I wore a jersey was uh, the NBA Finals. I wore that game six. I do like the Brewer jerseys, but I don't like the ones with the name on the back anymore. I'm not, I, so I'm that guy. Again, to each their own. This is a to each your own space, but I'm not that guy. I am the guy that loves Happy Place Hemp, and I am the guy that loves the Milwaukee Admirals. So what a combination we have for you, because the first 10 people that go to Happy Place Hemp with the promo code BORT, that's right, the promo code BART still works each and every time. 25% off the gummies, the tinctures, the oils, the other gummies, the night gummies, the THC-free gummies, the Delta 8s, Delta 9 gummies, all of that available for you, 25% off every single time at happyplacehemp.com. All right, the CBD, CBNs helped me sleep the other night, as they always do. So, again, happyplacehemp.com, promo code is BART for 25% off. Right now, the promo code is BORT. That's right, we did it, B-O-R-T. You get 25% off, as the other code does, but you also... If you get right on board right away, you get Admiral's tickets. And that goes to the first 10 people get a, a pair of vouchers, the good seats. We've had a couple use the code already, so thank you for that. Still, as of this recording, some available. want to shout out Big Ron in New Jersey, who uh, did the code. Again, he's in New Jersey. I don't know, based on talking to him the other night, if he understands that the Admirals are in Milwaukee and he's in New Jersey. Maybe he thought he would like be able to go on a Navy boat and see an Admiral. I, I mean, the way he was the other night, I don't know. I did talk to Ron. He says he's going to give him to a family member, but he wanted to uh, grab those vouchers. So the promo code is BORT, B-O-R-T. That gets you Admirals vouchers for the first 10 that do that. Still 25% off. If you're like, hey, that's cool, but I would never go, use the promo code BART, B-A-R-T. We want to put these vouchers in the hands of people that love gummies and love hockey. And I'm sure that is a very, very big circle in that Venn diagram. I love basketball. So does my guy, Grant Bills. My guy, the remix. Grant Bills and I uh, chatted about the NBA and the Bucks and and – and, and the NBA and the Bucks. So now I will let you hear that in our new segment called Duking It Out with Grant Bills. Today is a Thursday, and uh, I believe this is the day that Grant does his NBA lounge. Am I, am I correct on that? Yeah, NBA lounge day every Thursday at 4. Uh, what a segment. What a show, Grant. <laughs> the Wisco Sports Show. I don't know that it's that great. The funny thing is people who don't really love the NBA, they just enjoy it as a bit. So it's something everyone, most folks look forward to, I guess. Not everyone. But you talk NBA. Yeah. It's like putting medicine in a pudding cup. Like even people who don't want to talk NBA, you just deliver it in such a way where it's, you distract them with the music and the pageantry and all of a sudden they're talking about the Cavs game. And that's what's fun about it. Well, there's a lot to talk about with the NBA. We'll kind of focus on the Bucks. Uh, for the most part, I, I keep thinking of the conversation I had with you and Paul Imig two weeks ago 
right before mm-hmm. the All Star break about Bucks Twitter. And you know, Bucks Twitter, because there's some people that aren't on Twitter, and then I bring up Twitter. I'm I'm always self conscious about that. Um, you know, I, I can't be just like, hey, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. And then if you don't listen to Twitter, you're like, I don't. Why is he always talking about this 17 year old Packer fan that fights him? Yeah, I can uh, barely hear the phone number fast enough to call into the show. Yeah, not every yeah. So I'm trying to be conscious of that, but I also think it extends to like a representation of of some of the fan base. And we had talked about how I got to remember some of these people I'm talking to online are kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what happens is, you know, the, you put out a tweet and it gets some reaction and then it blows and it kind of becomes like the conversation of the day within the Bucks Twitter community. And what I've noticed is since we talked about how they're all kids, it's only gotten worse. The, the level that we choose to, purposely panic about our beloved bucks does not quite register with me when they, when Giannis got hurt, people are saying oh, that playoffs are done. We went immediately, immediately there when they lose to the Sixers. I thought that night was fine. The next day everyone's like, well, it was seven game series. Like, like you can't break any of that down right now. The bucks are a very good team in their last game. They said, we don't even need Giannis and Drew, we can just beat the Magic by 10, like hardly trying. They yeah. did. A live um, team, by the way. Like, if you don't watch a lot of basketball, you might think, yeah. oh, the Magic are a joke. The Magic aren't contenders, but that's that's a, a solid team with a lot of NBA players. And they kind of just dispatched them last night without their stars. Last night, yeah, two nights ago. Yeah, and two nights I, ago. Thank you. Uh, it's very much on the up and up. But what I said about that game was it was just like two teams that go to a gym pick teams, hoop, but the Bucks team was just, they're just better. So the better team's just going to win. And I think we need to remind ourselves that when you look at the East, especially the Bucks team is just better. And I will finally ask you a question. I said on CBS sports radio. Yeah. That I think there's a lot of teams that can pick off Boston, but Boston's the only team that can pick off the Bucks. Your thoughts? Okay. Um, ooh, I missed this part of it. And I listened to almost your whole show last weekend on CBS Sports Radio, and I missed this part. I, if anyone's I, dying I to hear me again, uh, one to five on Sunday. Nice. So I will be on while the Badgers are in the Big Ten Championship, or they could have already lost by the time we're recording. Who knows? Probably the former. Uh, they're about to get hot, so I don't know if I buy into the latter. But <laughs> I, the, the Eastern Conference is so interesting, and I talked about this, I think, two weeks ago in the NBA Lounge, in that, like, all of these series are, are going to look very different. Like, the Bucks are built one way, and the Sixers are built another way, and the Celtics are built another way. And, like, if the Bucks and the Celtics are going to match up, you're going to see a version of the Bucks and a version of the Celtics you'll only see in that series. Yeah. right? Or, or if, you, if you shuffle the opponents around, like, I really like the movie National Treasure. So the way I was trying to think about this is when, when when Ben Gates finds the glasses, right? And based on which colors you use, you get different combinations of the words on the treasure map. Like that's going to be the NBA playoffs. So the Sixers are going to very much look like one team. And then they'll look like a different team based on who they're matched up against. It's not just that the league has lots of parity this year. And, and like you said, lots of teams could pick off different teams. It's that all these teams are constructed so differently. So it's really hard to forecast 
what teams will look like come the postseason because we really have to know who they'll they'll be playing against. And that's really interesting. I mean, we've seen the last week or two that Boston's beatable. I think they get in their own head. I, th- I think they're immature, right? And who who is the NBA guy you had on CBS Sports Radio? It was a weeknight when you were doing Gelb last week. And he was like, I think Boston's hungry. They're upset about last year. They're angry. Right, they're it was one of those guys. I forgot his name. All right. Rick uh, Kamla. Okay. Yeah. He's one of these guys who, um, if you don't, like, you might not know his name, mm-hmm. but you know his face. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I'll have to look that up when we're done. I thought those comments were interesting because that's how I feel about the Bucks. I think the Bucks are pissed off about last year. And I think the Bucks are on a mission. I watch the Celtics. I see a very immature team. I see a team that If you're lies. on YouTube, Rick Kamla is now on your screen. That guy. Okay, yeah. I think I think Boston's very immature. I think the same of the Sixers. They whine and they complain. The Sixers didn't look like they were having fun on Saturday Night Bart. All they did was win. You gotta have fun. Game. What's the point if you're not having fun? It's just a kid's game, after all. Yeah, but I, I think the Celtics and the and the Sixers, especially those two teams, they get in their own head about the refs and Harden and Tatum and they whine and they and that's I think a big reason why Boston lost last year. That could absolutely happen again. And that could happen against a lot of teams if if Boston is in that position. Yeah, I, I'm I'm with you. And then I also don't think like, I mean, I like beating the Sixers and I like beating the Celtics. I don't care what lineup they trot out. And if they win, it's fun to rile up their fan base and vice versa. Mm -hmm. Philly was riling us up and all that. But the, these, these games, while they matter for the standings, they are, they are so unreflective of what, to your point, a series will look like. Yeah. They are just they are just one game on the schedule where the teams play for 48 minutes. But then in a series, I think, you know, there, there's so many like interchangeable parts and every series is different. You're right. They're going to play different guys. I just think that the Bucks are not that vulnerable to most of the teams. But with the Celtics, um, you know, they've got more guys like, OK, so the Sixers the other night. McDaniels could get hot and like Maxi could get hot. Niang got yeah. hot. But yeah. those those guys could get hot against anyone. Mm-hmm. The Celtics have guys that are only going to get hot against the Bucks. Horford. Yeah. Horford, I know. I, I get you. Grant yeah. Williams. Uh, Luke Cornett will have a night. Mike Muscala. Those guys aren't yeah. going to do anything in the playoffs. But in a series against the Bucks, suddenly it's. Brian Anderson and Stan Van Gundy being like, I can't believe Mike Muscala, 29 points. I can hear it. That stupid mustache. Stan yeah, Van Gundy. Brian, I don't know. Giannis Adekampo. Uh, I, I, the one thing with Stan Van Gundy is that he references his record on the year with predicting which way a challenge will go. I don't, yeah, I don't give a shit. It. I don't care. I, there's very few things in the world I, I care about less than. Do you know my son thing. can say Adetokounmpo better than uh, uh, SVG? And I only asked him once. I told him what his name was a few mm-hmm. times, you know, muscle memory. I tell him our address, my phone number, where you live, and how to say Giannis's last name. And I said, uh, buddy, what's Giannis's last name? And he goes, and this was like three days later, he says, Adetokounmpo. Already better than Van Gundy. It's three and a half. Well, it's that woke school you're sending him to where he learns such good language skills, both English and Spanish. That probably helps. 
Yeah, we're woke in this. Uh, yeah, ever woke. Okay. I love woke means anything. Yeah. Um, the Celtics, what were we talking about? They're immature. They have lots of shooters. There's something I was going to add. Oh, the Celtics advantage I thought all year compared to the Bucks was that they were deeper, right? I thought the Bucks, their star talent at the top of the roster was better. Like I'll take Giannis, Drew, and Chris if he's healthy over Tatum, Brown, you know, smart, you know, throw whatever. Th- so I, I thought the top end was better than Boston's, but Boston had more depth. I still think Boston's deeper, but the Bucks have gotten really sneaky deep in the last two weeks. Like I'm sure you've gone through this where you've sat down to watch the Bucks and you thought, God damn, when did like, when did this happen? All of a sudden, Joe Ingles is healthy and Jay Crowder's in the rotation. Javon Carter goes up for 25 when you need him. Yeah. Wesley Matthews, he's, you know, I, I may have said this on this pod before. He's what Draymond Green once said. There's 82-game players and there's 16-game players. Wesley Matthews is a 16-game player. He can have a moment in a playoff game. I'm not going to – I don't want to expect things from him night to night, but there will be a quarter where he can have a huge impact. And the Bucks have a lot of guys like that. I didn't think that five months ago, and now now I do. Part of that is them getting healthy and then acquiring Jay Crowder. I, I can't stand Goran Dragic. I detest him, but he's good point guard insurance as well, a true point guard who can be ball secure and in the face of full court pressure and, and really intense defense in the playoffs. So the Bucks are really, really deep all of a sudden, and that was an advantage that the Celtics used to have. And I think they're still deeper, but not by much. Well, the Bucks are very deep, and I think, like, all this – Someone was going to be the team to get Myers Leonard. And I do think mm-hmm. he's done. But he's part of it. And so then I, I we go him. back to the initial thing. Like, people were freaking out that that was a Haslam move. And I don't know where the connection was there. But then, Brilliant, honestly. I wish I would have thought of that. Then people are mad that, well, if the Bucks win the title, they're going to give the trophy to Haslam. How does anyone care for any – you know, you know when they give like the last time they gave the trophy. Does anyone remember that? I remember Giannis up there with the MVP trophy, but I mean, I was just bagged in the Deer District. You think I'm going to stand and watch and be like, I just, I, I got to see Wes Edens get this trophy <laughs> or Mark Lazarus because they He's are the owners, but they did not play. And now Jimmy yeah. Haslam's going to come in here and buy a championship, which. Good business sense, I suppose. Speaking of Jimmy Haslam, uh, the collusion, that is uh, absolutely a thing with Lamar Jackson. It's weird. Uh, and I'm with you about Haslam. I was not in the Deer District, but I was in the Dells District for a night, and I'll tell you it was glorious. I I, I could not have had my mind farther away from owners getting a trophy that night. I, I did not care. I went into Brothers for the first time in, like, over a year because we're just going in anywhere there were people. I think it was yeah. Tuesday night. I can't remember. We're just – anywhere there was people, we were going in. Um, so no, I, I didn't care about the owner getting a trophy. We, we love to care about things that don't matter. I ranted about this on my show last week and it's not just like, it's with the Packers, your evil Mark Murphy bit. The Packers will take Josiah DeGuara in the third round, or they'll draft AJ Dillon in the set. They'll do these things that just don't make a lot of football sense and they should drive us nuts. And yet Mark Murphy's mailbag is filled with questions about, you know, gestures broadly, just the dumbest stuff. And, and that's Wisconsin fans. It's probably all sports fans. We care about stupid things. It's like, I care about Chris Middleton getting healthy, and I care about them figuring out the rotation. Do they go bigger? Do they go smaller? What's Bobby Portis' role in a playoff spot? And then we have a, a section of Bucks Twitter that's all gathered to complain about the ownership structure in four years, right, with Haslam and Dinan. And who cares, right? Like, let's not focus on these dumb things. Um, we're always chasing the shiny object that doesn't matter. It's one of my pet peeves about this fan base. I don't know if it's true in other states and in other markets, but it's very much true here. 
And if you're in lacrosse and they win a championship this summer and you're upset and you don't want to see Jimmy Haslam take the uh, trophy, just go down the block. You can see Terry Bradshaw giving the trophy to Ron Wolf uh, at Shooters. Shooters. The yep. Super Bowl 31 victory. Did you get to see – you weren't – no, you weren't in college. When did you graduate UWL? What, what was your window there? Oh, two to six. So I started in 2016. I, I went to school until the summer of 2020. And I had a couple of buddies. We all watched sports. And I was like, we're so close to so many of our teams. I just want one title when we are living here, right? Like when we're all here and can celebrate and watch together. And we got so close with the Packers. We got close with the Brewers in 18. We bought, I mean, just making the World Series, we would have celebrated. We bought cases of Miller Lite. Like we were ready. And it was just the saddest, saddest affair. And I'm, I'm glad selfishly, I know you didn't ask me about this, but seeing we brought up lacrosse, um, I'm very selfishly glad that I got to celebrate that title here in, in my college town when a lot of my friends still lived here. That was really cool. And again, didn't care about the owner getting the trophy. Didn't matter to me. Don't worry about it. How could it possibly? One thing that I tried to channel you when I was on CBS Sports Radio last weekend, and I'll continue to do it, is uh, your anti-Jokic crusade for MVP. Yeah, and I, it's, it's amazing. What's amazing to me is the people in the media. And I, that's why I was so happy that I got uh, a good breakdown with Eric name on this a couple weeks ago. The best, by the way, mm-hmm. again, cheers to that conversation and to Eric name. Cause he's the best. But the, the way that some of these guys are like, they're really pushing for Jokic to get it to mm-hmm. spite the people that don't think he sh- should get it. But the people that don't think he should get it, like, I think name's point is right. You can't, I'm not even kidding you. I'm not like, we would know that Jordan would not win the MVP because they give it to someone else. They were really trying to be the most reflective of that time. Is that the right way? No. Mm -hmm. Is the, is it the, you know, what is the right way? The right way is probably Jordan should have 10 and LeBron should have 10, but other guys have nice years. So you're like, well, let's give it to Russ. Let's give it to Rose. They're deserving. You know, if, if, if this was the past, this year's MVP would go to Embiid because he's good enough. Um, he's been close. They would give it to him. If this was 1998, they would give the MVP to Joel Embiid. So I just don't understand why, like, of all the players, I don't mind if you start to change history and say, forget anything else. But mm-hmm. to, to change the rules for Nikola Jokic is, come on. It's very bizarre, and there's points – that we've addressed and there's points that you and Eric addressed. I'll just kind of regurgitate a point. I heard Nick Wright make yesterday uh, that I thought was really good on first things first, which is an awesome sports TV show. I think most sports TV is swill. I think that I, I look forward to going home and watching YouTube clips of the show. Nick Wright made a great point in that the NBA MVP, probably unlike the NFL or unlike major league baseball tells the story of the league. So if you just looked through the MVPs, throughout the decades, right? The sixties were Wilt and Russell. And that's where most of the rings, most all of the rings were won from those two. The seventies were Kareem. 80 was, or the eighties were Bird and Magic. The nineties were Jordan. Hakeem got in there as well. Like there were others. You get to the end, it's Duncan and Kobe. Like you could just look at the MVPs over the course of time and kind of understand the league, which is pretty cool. It's not something that I thought about. And in 40 years, 50 years, right? Or, or 60, 70 years is now we're looking back a long time ago and thinking, okay, yeah, Russell, well, they won MVPs. That tells the story. You're going to be like, well, how many did Nikola Jokic win? He must've won a lot of rings because nobody wins three in a row. And that couldn't be further from the truth. He's made one conference finals and it was in a playoffs that was in a, a field house in Disney world. Right. So I, 
And they're not going to win this year. They're not winning this year. No one thinks they're gonna. No one thinks they're gonna. Everyone who's like passionately stumping for uh, Nikola Jokic, ask them who they're going to pick to win the the conference final. Who's coming out of the West? And they probably won't. Yeah, they won't say Nuggets with a bullet, which is what we've said about previous MVPs, right? And that's, I don't know. It's so dumb. There's lots of angles, but that was a new one that I heard yesterday that I thought was really interesting. Grizzlies are trashed. They're done. Insane. Okay, so there's this NBA Twitter person that I've followed. Her name is Molly Morrison. She works at Bleacher Report now. She was just kind of like this funny member of NBA Twitter. Now she's, I'm not ripping her, but like now she's at Bleacher Report. It's a whole thing, but she's a Grizzlies fan, right? So I've always kind of seen Grizzlies tweets. She's one of the few. And a couple weeks ago, she tweeted like, hey, it was really fun when nationally the Grizzlies were getting all this attention. Now it sucks and I hate it. And I'm like, oh, I feel like I've been there with the Bucks, right? It was so fun for the first two years. It was love Giannis, bud, look at what he's done in Milwaukee and, and all these role players. And as soon as the, the NBA fandom and media decides you're not enough or you're not good enough, it's brutal, right? Because then you're just a punching bag. And it seems like that's what ha- that's what's happened to the Grizzlies. And different situation, obviously, with job, But I get it, that small market team that's finally got the spotlight and doing good things, and then all of a sudden, everyone's opinion changes. It's got to be brutal for Grizzlies fans. Well, their uh, ineptitude has allowed your Kings to take the number two seed for the time being. The Kings are the two seed. It's just a wild world that we live in. By the way, everyone, like two weeks ago, remember when everyone was putting out Clippers pieces and Clippers podcasts? What are the Clippers? They're a game or two over 500. Like I said, I watch they, the Clippers. They the can't time. figure it out. What is it? I don't know why they added Russ. And I'm not that anti-Russ, but they had Wall, who's very similar, and it didn't work. Is is very confusing. The question with the Clippers is if Paul George and Kawhi can actually be healthy and perform in the clutch and, and be alive for a whole playoff run. It's, it's not whether they have Russ at point guard or not. It was, I don't know, that team's very bizarre. Well, Grant, good to talk NBA with you. The NBA Lounge, Wisco Sports Show statewide close enough 4 p.m close enough by the way you, you're I not on your... on 920 no that's dumb i want to be i really want to be um but inside baseball it's it's i heart and i guess it's i was talking to some people i work with it's hard to get in they have their shows they have their kind con- you would know better than me how big time radio works but yeah what's on, what's on the big 920 when you're on i think it's cowherd on delay last time I looked and I'm like, Oh, that's, that's brutal. Like, Yikes. and I, and I love cowherd, but man, we should have, we should have local or at least more local talk, but it is what it is. Cheers to you, sir. Thank you for your time. Thanks, Bart. We'll talk soon. You're a good steward of the Wisconsin media. I appreciate you. You as well. Thanks, Bart. All right. Horvat Grant throwing up our Dukes. I'm duking it out with my, uh, laziness there's just a few tweaks i want to make on the website i'll get that out you know what i'll get it out friday friday the website will be public domain and knowledge on friday so i'll stop something that's pretty much done i just have to press publish uh thank the guys at sun ant interactive for that they're in brookfield you can check them out sun ant interactive if you're building a website, I mean, these guys, they made it so easy. So appreciate to them. And you're going to see the website you see is like, I might put to, it's all them. It's all them. It's, it's, it's really, I'm really happy with it. 
Got a couple voicemails. We haven't heard from uh, Dave and Cudahy in a while. Again, the voicemails 402-915-BART, 402-915-BART. Brought to you by Carl's Place, carlofet.com. carlofet.com backslash BART takes you to the website, and you can check out some golf simulators and uh, get some snow this week, Eddie. You thought you could get out of the lakes uh, this weekend. Uh, that's not going to be the case. But the golf simulator, you could have. I've been telling you. All right, here's Dave. Mark, Dave and Cudahy. I am so sorry. I apologize. I haven't been around. New job. New work, very busy. You know the drill with me. I had to call in and let and just let everyone know the massive amount of excitement that I have for this Bucks team going season. This squad is one of the most in-depth teams I have seen in quite some time. I don't know if there's anyone that truly rivals them. I think as long as health and injury are not a concern, which is, you know, always lingering, this team has no one slowing them down from winning everything. And to the people that wanted to shame the Bucks for their win streak and call it empty and hollow have have you ever seen professional basketball game before this is it doesn't matter how uh, how those teams were when you face them whether they were a great team a lower end team there's a bunch of injuries or what these are still professional basketball players and you went out there and went on an historic run for your franchise, let's fucking go, Bucks. Let's just go. Bucks in six. All day, every day. Thank you, Bart. Thank you, Milwaukee. Let's fucking go, Bucks. There you go, Dave. Hey, you get a new job, new schedule. Same old son of a bitch I've come to love. Dave and Cudahy. This one's from Hot Take Jake on the Carl's Place voicemail line. Mark, my man, this is your boy Hot Take Jake here. Um, I'm going to keep it short and sweet-ish, at least for a voicemail. Um, Look, I'm going to puff you up here. You are a godsend, my friend. I'm driving home from work for the short break that I get. I happen to turn on the radio and say, you know what? I haven't heard Milwaukee Sports Radio in a while. Let's see what's going on. One station. There's a quiz show going on talking about what gold supplies are left in the world. On another station, uh, someone you know very well talking about some bar he was hanging out in. On another station, they're talking about, this is the national station, one of the hosts is going to be taking on a challenge where he has to eat a jar of peanut butter in an hour. That's what we have for sports radio options. It's so fucking pathetic. We've got all these options. Not a single one of them were talking sports. Bro, thank you so much for your show. Without you, I don't know what I would be doing for sports discourse, and I certainly wouldn't be as big of a fan without your show continuing to keep the conversation going. So just wanted to puff you up, my man, and appreciate you. Thanks, Bart. Yeah, see how great I am? I not only keep everyone connected, but I am responsible for keeping your fandom going. Not as big of the accomplishments as some others in the business, like keep 
Milwaukee single-handedly or running Chris Davis out of town. But, hey, we all do our part uh, the best we can. All right, the Bucks have the Nets on Thursday night, so we'll have a post game for that. Uh, that'll be live on YouTube, and you can join us. We'll also know how Marquette did in game one of their tournament. Uh, man, disappointing loss again for the Badgers, but I don't think anyone's too surprised. To the NIT we go, most likely. Looking forward to it. Post game shows? Uh, possibly. I'm Bar Winkler. We'll talk next time. Thanks for listening. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time tested gift around a watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried and true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.